Hello, Paula Byrne here, Advanced Tax Lecturer for Griffith College. I'm also the author of the only ACCA and CPA approved tax books in Ireland. If you'd like to purchase a copy, please email anne.donegan at griffith.ie. Enjoy. Amalgamations, reconstructions, reorganizations, you know what, they are considered to be one of the most complicated areas on the tax syllabus. And traditionally, lecturers, myself included, we will probably leave it until our second last or our last lecture with you. However, what's actually difficult is for the student to try and figure out, well, which scenario is the examiner actually asking you about? There's three scenarios. And once you figure out which one it is, well then it's just a case of learning off the conditions attached to each one and giving the answer, applying it to the case study. So the three scenarios are, you could have a share for share exchange, a share for undertaking two party swap, and a share for undertaking three party swap. Now, don't they sound very complicated? But when you actually look at them, they do make sense. So the following very short, I promise you, very short podcast will just give you a framework as to decide which one the examiner is asking you about. Once you've figured out which one it is, well then I will leave it to you to learn off all of your your reliefs. So there'll be no CGT, there'll be no stamp duty, There'll be no balancing charges. There'll be no VAT. So it's up to you to go away now and learn off all of those uh, conditions, the conditions of those reliefs. So transfer of business reliefs of that relief, transferring assets at tax written down value. There's an election to do that. And then there is CGT reliefs and stamp duty reliefs if certain conditions are fulfilled, which means in these reorganizations, there will be no CGT and no stamp duty. Watch out for the clawback. Okay, so I will leave you to it and off we go. So scenario one is I have 75% of the shares in Black Limited, a very profitable business. And I'm also lucky enough are unlucky enough to own 75% of the shares in Red Limited. And Red Limited is a disaster, big loss maker. Now, my question to you is, can Black Limited utilize the losses in Red? And you should be asking yourself, well, are they in a loss group? So are they in a loss group? So I own 75% of the shares in both of those companies. And the answer is no, they are not in a loss group because I'm not a company. So for to be in a loss group, it must be owned by another company. So what I should do is I should set up a holding company. And if I set up a holding company and the holding company then owns 75% of Red Limited, and the holding same holding company owns 75% of Black Limited, it is a loss group. And Black can utilize the losses of Red Limited. 
Now, how would I reorganize that? How would I reorganize my, my, my affairs, if you like? What I would do is I would give my shares in both of those companies to a new company that I would set up called Holding Company. I could call it anything I like, but I'm going to call it Holding Company. And in exchange for that, the holding company will give me 100% of the shares in the holding company. I'm the only shareholder of holding company. Holding company, in turn, owns 75% of the shares in red and black. So what have I done? I have exchanged my shares in red and black for shares in the holding company. And that is called a share for share exchange. Okay, so what about this scenario? So say we have a company and let's say that it is maybe a sweet company and we're going to call it um, ABC Limited. And let's say ABC Limited decides that it's going to, wants to separate out its trade. So maybe it might want to, you know, maybe it might have maybe a deluxe sweet making part of the operation and then maybe a lower market uh, sweet making operation and decided it wants to split it into two trades. Well, what it could do is it could transfer part of the assets relating to the deluxe suites to a new company. So it's like a demerger almost. You're splitting out the assets of the company. So our copy a case that maybe I have a couple of brothers, brothers or sisters running the company and they're not getting on and maybe they're going to divide it into two different trades. Right. So but in effect, what is happening is the company ABC is transferring part of the assets, part of the trade. So they are not transferring shares. They are transferring the underlying assets over to a new company. Now let's call the new company X, Y, and Z Limited. So what does, so X, Y, and Z Limited gets all these gorgeous assets. What does that do in return? In return, it issues shares back to ABC Limited. So ABC Limited now in the statement of financial position has an investment in another company, right? which is a separation of the trade. And that is called a share for undertaking a two-party swap. Share for undertaking. Undertaking, I think, is a very old-fashioned term for the underlying part of the underlying trade or assets. So you're transferring assets in exchange for shares in X, Y, and Z. That is called a share for undertaking. X, Y, and Z are issuing the shares and ABC are transferring some of the undertaking. Two-party swap. The two parties are ABC Limited and X, Y, Z Limited. So scenario three is my favorite scenario. So let's say I have a business with my husband and the business is, let's say we are plumbers and we also are in um, I'm trying to think of another sweet making <laughs> sweet making business so it's my default so abc limited right? two trades in there right happy days no problem at all plumbing and sweet making 
But my son, actually, or our son, has shown a great passion and interest in plumbing. And we quite like to gift him that part of the business. Now, how do I do that in a tax efficient manner? Well, you could say, well, Paul, what percentage of the business or the turnover relates to the sweet making and what percentage relates to the plumbing? And I might say, well, let's say it's 50-50 and you might say, well, give him half of the shares. But that wouldn't work because now he owns half of both a shipping business, another shipping, a sweet making business and a plumbing business. I don't want him having anything to do with the sweet making business because he doesn't know anything about it. I want to keep that for myself and my husband. I only want him to have the plumbing business. So what I'd have to do is I would have to transfer over to a new company. Here we go again. I'd be setting up a new company and I could call this new company Again, I call it X, Y, and Z Limited. So my company at the moment is ABC Limited, and it has already got, it has two trades. Now, what I would do is I would transfer over the assets and liabilities in relation to the plumbing business to this new company called X, Y, and Z. I am transferring over some of the underlying trade. Now, in exchange for that, however, what would I need? In exchange for that, X, Y, and Z Limited, would, which is the new company that only has the plumbing assets, remember, would transfer shares to me and my husband. So we're the original shareholders of ABC Limited, so they would, and we own a 50-50. So they would transfer shares to us 50-50 in X, Y, and Z Limited. Right, so here we have, so here we are now. What have we got? We end up, myself, my husband, own shares in a sweet making business, ABC Limited, and a um, the plumbing business, X, Y, and Z Limited. Now, I now we are in a position that we can offload our shares in the plumbing business, X, Y, and Z Limited, to our son. We may be able to qualify for, obviously, we may have a CGT liability, but we may qualify for entrepreneur relief, retirement relief. And I said I wasn't going to go into all the reliefs and all of the conditions attaching to these three scenarios. But, the, but I will with this one, so I really love this one, that the shares in X, Y and Z, they take on the original cost and date of acquisition of the shares in ABC Limited. So I we may well qualify for retirement relief and all the rest of it, all right? So that is, and that last one, scenario three, is a share for undertaking, but it is a th three-party swap. And who are the three parties in it? Well, first of all, it's a share for undertaking. We have transferred part of the undertaking over which is the plumbing business, the assets of the plumbing business over to X, Y, and Z, the share for undertaking element, the share element, the shares come to me and my husband. So share for undertaking, who are the three parties? It is ABC Limited, it is X, Y, and Z Limited, but it is also myself and my husband. They are the three parties. In scenario two, the shareholders weren't involved at all in that. So that was why it was just the two companies and that's why that's a two-party swap.